This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you know how often identity theft occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host, Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast is a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Hi, welcome to Cyber Mindful with Sandra. Today, I have a big announcement to make. Today is our last episode on this season. I know, don't be sad. That's okay. We're going to have more seasons coming up soon. And I have a super surprise for you at the end with an announcement about the next season. And it will be amazing. Now, why I why am I doing this podcast? And why is being such an incredible experience for me is having amazing guests share with you their best ways to, whether it's to protect their information, to talk about technology, talk about cybersecurity, or talk about life. And that's why I'm I'm excited about the show. I'm excited about you being part of it. Thank you for every single message and thank you for your connection. You made the difference in the show. And I just want you to know that I appreciate you very, very much. And that because of you, I get to do every day what I love to do. Since my incident with my identity, I I never thought that I will be in the public eye. I never thought that I will share so much information and so much about me. And then I realized this is this isn't about me. And what I'm sharing isn't for me to keep. To keep is not for me to be afraid. It's not for me to not stand up and be by your side on the fight that we all have about cybercrime and identity theft and all the things that happen online that are affecting not only us individually, but affect our businesses, affect our government, affect our services. Hospitals get ransomware, schools get ransomware, um, children get their identity stolen. I mean, and I can go on and on and on about all the things that happen. The good news is that because you are here and because we're together in this journey, I know you are now more in charge. You are now more engaged. You're now more aware. You're now more intentional. You're now more connected with the cyber safety area of your life. And now you know what to do, or you're learning and you're getting there. 
And you now have a partner by your, your side. And if, if you listen to any of these episodes and you have questions that you, you don't understand something or you want more, I want you to reach out to me because just because our episodes are ending, it doesn't mean our communication is ending. In fact, I said I, I will give you a surprise at the end. Um, and my content and my information continues in social media. You, you know, follow us there. Go to at Way to Protect and join us in our YouTube channel. Join us in Instagram. Join us in all the other networks and, and social media platforms because it isn't about me and I want you to follow me. <laughs> of course, I love to have, you know, building that community, but this is about you and the information that you need. So you are prepared. You're prepared not only to avoid a cyber criminal, a cyber monster, a cyber monster to interrupt your life, but the life of, of those that you love, the life of those that are near you. And you might be a tech savvy person and I applaud you for doing all the work maybe that you're doing to protect your information. You now could help others in that journey. And if you are someone that don't know anything about technology, you feel that you're afraid and that you never quite feel comfortable, you know, with, with the digital life and, and, and it's overwhelming. The good news is we talk about this. You listen to the episode about limiting tech, Nickel beliefs, limit tech beliefs. Why? Because that's the reason why we have that. And you and me can remove those limit tech beliefs. I, I had them before. I know what it feels to have them. And trust me, it's something that you can change if you want to, of course. Um, because of, of the last episode, I wanted to do something special where I can give you an overall view of cyber safety and, and cyber security and, and what, what can you do after we finish with this podcast uh, season, right? So I want to start with telling you about my book. <laughs> it's not a promoting, but I'm just reading from the book today because I think it's going to be very important for us to close in my book, if you want to know, is Happy Ever Cyber, Happy Ever Cyber and how to protect yourself against hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters. So there is a chapter in the book that I think it will be, it's perfect for us to kind of wrap this up and get ready for the next season. Now, the chapter is chapter four, and it's called Practicing Safe Cyber Rights. And in this chapter, <laughs> I tell a story, and I'm going to share with you the, the condensed story that I have in there. And when you have the book and you can read all the details, I want you to write me back <laughs> and tell me <laughs> what you think of that story. So anyway, I, I grew up in Venezuela, as you know, and when I was 11, my mom and I were evicted. And I grew up in a shack, no running water or even a bathroom. And 
kind of environment. Of course, there were many things lacking in my life. I did have, I mean, I did learn to kind of ride a bike, kind of. But um, but I always dreamed to be a cyclist. And when I moved to the U.S., I, I had that in my mind and I really wanted to become a cyclist. And I went with my husband, we bought my bike and we are in a park. <laughs> my husband, <laughs> picture this, I'm, oh, you know, around 30 years old. And I'm in this part, it's spring, and my husband is pushing my bike. Like, like you know, how, how as, as a kid, someone perhaps was holding your bike when you were learning, right? Well, he was doing that for me. And after trial and error and, and wobbling and all of these crazy things, I was riding my bike. And that was one of those moments where I felt so much joy. Like one of my dreams came true. And that feeling, you know, that feeling that you have, I want you to tell me when you did something in your life that felt so amazing, when you did something that you were like, oh my God, I made it. Oh my God, I'm doing it. I can't believe it. And, and that feeling of accomplishment that feeling of pure joy. That's what I felt. Of course, I fell down and had a lot of bruises and um, it took me quite some time to get used to. But the thing is, um, shortly after I learned how to ride my bike, I decided to join uh, a ride across the United States. It's, uh, it's called Rack Ride and it's in Iowa. And it's about 500 miles in seven days. And let me tell you, <laughs> um, yeah, that was not the wisest thing for me to do at the time. But I think now that was the wisest thing to do because at the end, our challenges, our circumstances, our difficulties make us grow, make us be better. And as a result of that experience, me preparing for rack ride, I learned a ton. And that's the story that I share in my book and how I made it. I mean, learning to ride my bike and in four months getting ready for a ride, no, a ride like rack ride, it was quite an accomplishment. And I didn't do it by myself. Um, most things in life, we don't do it by ourselves. I mean, we have so many people in, in life that are helping us, whether they know they are helping us or not. So when I want you to think about who in your life is doing something for you, is helping you accomplish or, or do things. And I want you to just send them an appreciation thought. Just... Be thankful for who they are, what they do for you. I just want to give you, you know, a couple seconds to think about it. Yep. Send that person that. Thank you. I know um, I have so many people to thank in my life and 
the person that helped me to get ready for rack rise, one person that, of course, I will always know and, and remember him for, for what he did for me. So I made it. I did rack ride. And I realized how important it is. A couple things. Number one is to have someone that really knows what he's doing. Like have done the work, whether because of their own experience or because that's what they do. Like their skill they have developed over years allow them to give you the best advice. Um, and I, that, you know, I value that now. I value the people that have run the miles before me and that can give me the points, that can tell me what to do and not to make the same mistakes that they made or save me time in my journey and make my journey more pleasant, more easy, more enjoyable. You know, that that that's the whole point of, you know, getting a coach or getting a, a teacher or getting a, you know, someone in your life to, to help you. And I am blessed because many people have been in my life, especially as an entrepreneur. The amount of people I have been working with is insane. And the amount of people that don't even know they are helping me, it's even <laughs> more insane. And, and I love that. Um, and I love to recognize them and I love to include them in my gratitude practice every day and, and encourage and invite you to do that too. Especially, I want you to think about the people that challenge you the most, the people that were the meanest, that may not have been very nice or, or that have acted in a way that at the time was painful for you. Especially those people are the ones that help you grow the most. And when, when I was able to truly feel happiness and feel gratitude and feel appreciation and feel love for those people, that's when I felt free. That's when my life changed. And it took, it didn't, it, it didn't take me one day. It took me a long time to truly, truly let go of many things that were holding me back and to realize that people do things because they don't know better. Like if they knew better, they will do better. And the other thing is that most people do what they know to do. Like that's what their life is. If they do something to you, it's because that's the world they live in. If they are mean to you, it's because they are mean people that have mean lives and they don't know how to do different. And, and just sending compassion and sending, uh, you know, a word of gratitude and a word of forgiveness to them. You don't even have to tell them that you're forgiving them. You don't even have to communicate with them. I'm not saying that, but when you truly forgive and when you truly liberate yourself from the chains of someone else's feelings, of someone else's charge, oh my God, it feels amazing. It's amazing. And I want that for you. I 
really do. And I know this is a show about cybersecurity and cyber safety, but I this is also a show where I want to share with you what changed in my life and how how I made the life that I have right now. And I'm so proud and happy for it. And that was, you know, if, if you tell me what is the secret of your life, I will say it, you know, letting go of the past and forgiving like there is no tomorrow. And again, you don't have to tell them that you're forgiving them. You don't have to communicate with them. You can just love them from the distance because that's when you get freedom, freedom, true freedom. Now, as a result of my right right experience, I said, you know, that I learned a couple of things. One was to really work with someone that knows what he's doing having a coach or having someone that has done the work, that it has the experience that it's, you know, it's that kind of individual. And the second part that I really value about my, you know, my Brack Bright experience was to discover the importance of doing an assessment and doing an assessment in anything that you want to do in life. Like doing an assessment as part of your practice. Like how are you, how are you scoring against the things that matter to you? And how, you know, how, how, how ready are you for the, for the kind of work, for the things? And, and it could be something about exercise or it could be something about, you know, personal development, or it could be something in your job. Like if you don't know something and if you're like, I changed my career from IT to cybersecurity and I remember doing an assessment. I know all of this about cybersecurity, all of this about technology. I I knew a lot, but I knew nothing about cybersecurity and creating a baseline and, and like tracking myself in the world of cyber, allow me to create an amazing career because I had a map that will show me where do I need it to go and how do I need it to develop the skills, who I needed to be my mentor. And, it, you know, I can go on and on and on. Now, for us, if you think about your computer, your phone, you know, your digital life, Have you ever done an assessment of that life? Do you know how good or how not so good are you with certain or managing certain technologies or using certain things, whether it's for work or for personal use? If you have done that, how did you know or how have you, have you ever done an assessment for your family members? Have you ever done an assessment for your mom, for your dad, for your kids, for your children, for for your teenagers, for for your grandkids, for your spouse? Like, how did you know? If If you are very good at technology, have you rated them and how do you baseline where they are? And actually, have you helped them to move forward and improve from where they are? I think that's the key to not only being cyber savvy or not only, you know, becoming someone that can take charge of their cyber safety, but that is also part of what makes you 
you. Like if you have a gift and if you have, if you, if you know something, when you know something and you teach someone, you learn it more first. And then second, it just feels so good. It feels so good to share that knowledge. And so if that's you, I just encourage you to, to start doing that more and more because the more we share, the more we care. And I, I just, I just think of the cybersecurity problem. And I think it's not just an isolated problem. It's a problem that affects all of us and that we can all be part of that solution. And you, you know how to do that now. And if you don't feel that you do, but you know a little bit, you know how to be, I am, you know, be intentional, be aware and be mindful. You can share that little detail with someone. Just, just start that journey. And if you, this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, let me tell you, you need to go back and listen to every episode, my friend, because you are going to catch up and you're going to get to a level of baselining your cyber life. And, and that's what I want for you. I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel that you can do this, that no matter what technology, you know, whether it's artificial intelligence or anything coming our way, that you develop the capabilities and you develop, most importantly, the confidence that you can learn anything because it's true if you wanted to. Okay? So back to the importance of an assessment, that's what I did when I started my cycling and I did that assessment and then I created a plan or I, you know, my expert coach helped me to create a plan that I follow. And then I was able to do my right, right, right. So 500 miles in seven days and actually more than 500. <laughs> I got lost. And so many things happened to me in that trip that you need to read the book and, and get, you know, get the info there. <laughs> so anyway, um, in your cyber world, so what, what do we do? What is an assessment? And how can we do one? Now, I want you to, you don't have my book, Happily Ever Cyber. I want you to get it. And I want you to go to page 80. Uh, let's see, 86. Yeah, 86. Because in that book, I put an assessment you can easily do. You don't even have to, to read the whole book. <laughs> you just you can just go to that page and then do the assessment and then figure out, yeah, I need to read the book and then go and read the book. So I want to talk to you about the first few items in the, in the cyber self-assessment because I think I never expanded on these topics. And I think it's going to be very good for you as you read the book and as you get more information on the content, how you could implement few of these things. So knowing where you are, you know, doing the baseline gives you that level that, you know, it levels the field. And now you can create a plan to fix whatever it is that you need to fix or improve, right? So the first thing that I have for the self-assessment of your cyber world 
It's about protecting your computer, your phone, and devices. So with your devices, I have a question. Do you review, do you review what apps in your mobile devices are using location services and can track where you are? Now, location services is that thing that is available in your phones. It's available also in some of your social media platforms. It's available in your iPad. It might be available in, in your computer too, if you go to your browser. So when you look at what has access to your location, like what does that mean, Sandra? What does that mean that something has location services? It means that whatever app or, or, or technology or tool that you are using will know exactly where you are. Let me repeat it. Location services mean that your technology will know where you are or where your kids are or where your parents are or where your spouse is or, you know, the places that you have visited. Sometimes location services are used for marketing purposes because imagine you go to a store, like you're, you're, you're in your car, you're driving, blah, blah, blah. You're singing, la, 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 la. And then you pass one store and then you get a message in your phone, a text message. And then you get, you keep driving and then just you get another text message and another one. And those text messages are offers, coupons, or, or things that those locations now, because they know where you are, they identify your clothes. And now I can target you and I can send information to you. Have that ever happened to you? Or location services means that you look for something and all of a sudden you start seeing a lot of different ads from that location and from, from that particular area. Or that things that you have no idea how they got into your mailbox or they into your mailbox or, or email box that, that get there anyway. Um, ads and, and things like that where, you know, when you have enabled location services, there, there's just so much information about you, your demographics, like where you live, who, you know, what is the neighborhood? What is the, um, like all the demographics of your area, you know, and, and, and that gives a lot of information for people. But the all the downside for that, and, it, you know, some marketers love it, and I respect that. And there is that line of privacy and why I give something away, like my, my location. I give it away for things that I choose to give it away. Like I, I give away my location to my GPS because if I don't, I, it won't give me directions and I need accurate directions when I'm driving. So that's a choice I am making to when I use a GPS app or when I use the GPS on my car. And, but that, that is a choice I make. So my question again, back to the, to the assessment is, have you ever reviewed what has access to? And have you 
remove that access. So, you know, at least I know what it is and then make that decision to take it. Now, the second question in the self-assessment about protecting your computer, phone, and devices is about updating your phone, your computer, your apps, and your devices in general. Like, when was the last time that you closed your browser? When was the last time you rebooted your computer? When was the last time you applied all the updates and let your system just reinitiate? Think about that. And the reason that is important is when we reset, when we reboot, when we update things, we are closing all the gaps. We're closing all the holes that these applications or this software develop in a regular basis because always cyber monsters are looking for ways to sneak in. And the more they try to break things and they find ways, the more these companies have to go and fix those you know, apps or the software of, of your phone or your computer. And then it's on you to apply those updates. I mean, and, and one indication, if, if an app that you have on your phone has never been updated, that's a, an app that needs to go because it means that it has never been repaired. It has never been fixed for all the vulnerabilities and everything. Most of the time, develop vulnerabilities, you know, in the long term. So that's just an indication. Now, the third item in my self assessment. And, and I want to spend a little bit of time because this is one of those questions that I'm asked all the time. I ask you in the assessment, do you use an administrator or master account to go online, check emails, and do all your daily tasks? What does that mean? Okay. When you install your computer, you have the choice to create an account that has access to everything. Like it's an administrator account. Like imagine that you live in a building and you are the landlord of the building, right? So you have a master key that can go to every single door or every single uh, every single apartment of the building. It's like that is the master key. Now, if I steal that master key, from the landlord, that means I can break in every apartment of the complex. Am I right? Are you following me here? Right? So, in the same way, when your computer, when you do your computer, if you have an account that has so much access, that is like the landlord of your computer, and it opens every freaking door that you have in your computer. It can open files, it can install things, it can delete things, it can do everything. If that's the only account that you have, if I get into your computer, I own everything. I own you, pretty much. And that's why it's so important if you have a computer if you, whether it's a Windows computer or a Mac computer, it does no matter. You need to change that admin account and have an account that has low, like low level access. Like it will still 
let you do all the things that you need to do. Like you check your email, you check your, you know, your, your files, you can create documents that you can do things, but you are not able to install applications. You're not able to do, you know, things behind the scenes that could compromise your computer. And that simple change can save you a lot of headaches because you might click into something and you might click, and I've done that. I got to confess. I, you know, I was in a hurry uh, a couple of years ago and my husband, he wanted, he needed me to print, he, he needed me to, to print a document in a USB drive right away. And I was so, you know, stressed and, uh, <laughs> that I just took the, grabbed the USB from my husband, put it into my computer and bam, I got malware. But the reason that malware didn't affect me is because I don't use an admin account for my regular things. And I knew right away to unplug my computer. Like if you get malware, you unplug from the network, you pretty much isolate that computer right away and you take care of removing that malware program immediately. So it wasn't that bad, but I knew um, the importance of being intentional, aware, and mindful. Again, I didn't know about BIM at the time. That was like years ago. But I, I now I, I, I remember that, and I, I can say, wow, that is an example where just because I'm in a hurry and just because I want to get something done real fast, it could compromise my entire system and it could delay and waste my time longer because that's what happened. I mean, I was so busy, so in a hurry that I needed to do that right away because I didn't have time, right? But then guess what? When my computer got infected, I had to find time to fix my computer and still have to get the things that I needed to get done, done. And it was a very long night. I <laughs> just have to say, but don't, don't be that. I mean, now you have me and I'm here to share, just be intentional, be aware, be mindful, and just pay attention to what you do every single day when you interact with technology. That's it. So um, going back to using your master account, um, yeah, change that. Just create a regular account for your computer and that will save you a headache if you ever have to clean it up. Now, the fourth question in my assessment is, do you regularly back up your computer, your phone, and devices to prevent losing your information? And, you know, backing your information is one way you can protect and I don't want to say protect from ransomware because it's not the protection, but if you get a ransomware attack and you don't have your files in a backup, it's going to be tough because you don't, you, you have nothing to recover from. So what do you do? You need to have multiple backups, especially the things that really matter. Like if you lose, you know, you know, information that may be, Something you don't care that much. You won't even remember that you have information you have, probably, right? But it's something so special, like pictures, like family memories, like things 
maybe something with a loved one that is no longer with you. Like I have pictures with my mother-in-law right now that I treasure because I know I will never be able to take a picture with her again in my life. So they want they, and and I because we leave, you know, we we were apart. I mean, she was in Venezuela, we were here. We didn't see each other often. So I don't have that many pictures or or with my mom. I don't have that many pictures with my mom or with my brothers or with my, you know, close friends that live, you know, far away. So of course the pictures that I have are a treasure because I know if I lose them, I won't be able to get them back. I know that. And as I age, I realize how important it is sometimes to go back to those memories and just feel the happiness of those moments and, and enjoy them over and over. And when I feel sad, actually, I go to my pictures and I see happy pictures. And when I feel like man, things are tough or, or you know, feeling that a little bit of uh, negativity invades my brain, which I, you know, I'm very, very, very intentional aware and mindful of what I think about and how I, how I interact with my head <laughs> every day. But sometimes there are thoughts that sneak in and they are not positive thoughts. And especially if there is something going on in my life, I, I have my pictures. I have my happy, my happy album that when I don't feel like so in my best, I go there and that brings me back right away because those are my precious moments. And if I lose that, oh my gosh, that I won't be happy. That won't be a good thing. <laughs> so what is for you that important in your life that you want to back it up? Like, what about your your social security information? Like, you shouldn't have that in your computer anyway, but... Sometimes you have copies of your birth certificates or you have copies of your passport. You have copies of your personal information, your taxes. Like how, how did you keep that information safe? Where did you have that? If something happens, are you able to recover from a backup or from a copy of your information? Just a thought for you to consider today. And, you know, the, the things that I have shared, they are just related to your computer, your phone, and your devices. I mean, I'm not going to read everything here because it will be a very long episode and I don't want to do that to you. And um, I'm grateful you're still listening and thank you for that. But you can have the, you have the book and you can go and you can answer these questions. And, and the good thing is you can say, hey, yes, I always do a backup. Or I don't, I know I have to do it, but I don't know how to do it. Or I need help to do a backup. When you answer the question, that will allow you to see where you are. And when you see where you are with your technology, then you can take the next steps. And that's why I'm here. Because I can help you with that next step for you. Whether it's you do one of my trainings, you do one of my programs, you, you, know, you get the book and you get the, the, the workbook and we work together. I mean, whatever that is for you, or to do your own research, whatever, whatever that works for you to get more in charge 
of your digital life, I'm good with it. I would love to be working with you, of course, any day. Um, but, but again, it isn't about me. This is about you. And by having these tools, now you can be in charge. So I want you to get the book and, and check it out, answer all the questions and email me. You have my email. You can just, you know, send me, send me your email with how, how is your digital life and how good you feel or, you know, what areas do you need help and what kind of videos would you like to see more training or what are the topics that you would like me to cover more in social media? What are the topics that you would like me to, to cover in a podcast or in a, in a video? You know, whatever is the way that I deliver content or in my articles, like I write a blog post every week. So you can tell me, hey, I want to know more about blah, blah, blah. And then I can do that topic for you. No problem. Or we can include that in our newsletter. We're, we have a, a weekly newsletter that it can be also available for you and, and have content that is tailored to you and what you want to see. So give me, yeah, I would love that. Definitely, you know, get that information from you. Now, what, what are other things that you could do just um, as, as we're closing the episode? We talk about two-factor authentication, right? We have multi-authentication or, or two-factor authentication or 2FA and how important it is that you set that up especially for your emails, for your social media, and for your most sensitive accounts. Because if someone steals your password and they set up two-factor authentication, you can forget about that account. There's just no way you're going to be able to get back to that account. And I see that many times and people ask me all the time, how can I get my social media back? I didn't have 2FA. I lost my password and now this scammer is posting as me is doing this and uh, they set up to FA and I can't do it. I, I, you know, it, there is a way to do it. It takes a lot of time and it's going to consume a lot of you, but um, you don't have to be wasting your time. If you set up to FA or multi-authentication in your account and protect them. The second thing that we talked about when we talked about an episode was about passwords and how to create passwords that have a meaning to you. Because when you do that, you won't write them down and you won't forget them. And most importantly, they will protect you. Like what is a password is what separates a cyber monster from your bank account. That's what a password is. Like it's nothing but that. And when you start seeing your password as that, man, it changes everything because it's not just a single random word that you just put there because it's convenient and it's easy to remember. Or you just put one, two, three, four, five and just move on because it's easy and you can remember it. But the thing is, every account that has that kind of password, it's so easy to break in. And when they do, when they break in, they if you are using that password in multiple accounts, then they are breaking in multiple places in your life. And again, think about remediation and see if you have to fix 
and then you have to to reclaim your cyber safety when you are in a in a hacking situation when you are vulnerable it's so much painful i've been there i've done that so i don't want you to do that i don't want you to be there because then it's overwhelming and now you have this panic mode and stress and then you cannot sleep and all the different things that will trigger and then you're wasting time i mean you cannot be productive you cannot do the work i mean i i can go on and on and on why simple practices that are proactive but that can make a difference in your cyber safety life can be so beneficial and so in alignment with the, your productivity is you want to be productive or you're e efficient and, and, and just really maximize your time. I, I was reading the other day this quote that I, that I love. It's from, I'm going to look for up. It's from Bruce Lee. And I just love it because it resonates so much with me. And it says, I want to tell you. It says, if you love life, don't waste time. For time is what life is made of. Off. If you love life, don't waste time. For time is what life is made of. Off. So that was Bruce Lee. And um, I love to read quotes every day. And I love to, you know, motivate myself and do them early in the morning. And I have a bunch of quotes that I use every in a, in a regular basis because they they just lift me up and motivate me. And and if you have a quote that it's special for you, please share it. <laughs> I would love to know. Um, send me a message or or connect with me and 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 tell me and tell me why it's special. Like. This one about time, it makes me think about, you know, all the all the times where I live my life, like time didn't matter. Like I was like wasting my time and, and didn't appreciate that much my time. And um, today I do. And, and I just, I'm grateful that I am aware of that appreciation and I just want to maximize my time. And that's why these cyber practices can help you to do that too. It saves you time. And if that's something that matters to you, fantastic. And that time is one of those things that you can never recover. Like what you live today, it's done. Like there's no way in, in life where you can live today again. What happened an hour ago is gone. Like there's nothing. Like you cannot do anything to to make that experience return. You can repeat the experience, of course you can, but you cannot go back and live the same hour or the same day or the same month of last year or five years ago. And that's the power of time. And when you start seeing life with that in mind and knowing that a day we waste is a day we don't live our fullest potential. Um, it's, it's, it's less of a day that we will have to enjoy life. And I made a commitment to just be mindful about that and, and do my best every day. You know, I'm not perfect, but 
I do my best every single day. And these quotes really helped me to get to that point. So anyway, I wanted to say goodbye. See you soon. I also want to share the news that I promised at the beginning. And the news is there will be a season two. Absolutely. And my season two is coming soon. But there is a change in that. The change is that I'm going to be doing a Spanish season two show for Cyber Mindful. And we're going to be, I know, if you just speak English, don't be frustrated because there will be a season three soon. And I have already amazing guests lined up for that season. But I'm going to, I'm going to alternate. And that's how the show is going to go moving forward. So I'm going to do one season just fully English, and I'm going to do another season fully Spanish, then go back to English and Spanish. At some point, maybe I will do both. Like once I organize my life, I can do both um, at the same time so you don't have to wait for another season. But if you are fluent in both English and Spanish, you can just experience my new show, the new format of the show, and how you know how we're bringing content in a different way. and. I'm just super excited. And we're going to start there. And, and I just invite you to, to listen to that show. I invite you to give me feedback about this show and about if, if you are fluent in Spanish, of course, give me feedback about that one too. And how do you like it? And how it's connecting with you? And how it resonates? And how it's helping you? Because that's the point of this show. I mean, this show isn't about me just talking to uh, a camera and a microphone. <laughs> it's To me, this show is about imagining you are right in front of me and I'm sharing the best knowledge I have. And I, I'm sharing with you anything that I know that can help you expedite you know your cyber safety expedite your the protection of your family the protection of your business the protection of yourself so that you don't have to go through what I went through or worse because it can be worse and um, that's exactly why I do this show and thank you thank you my friends thank you for listening I am so so deeply grateful for you I I'm honored to be in your ears or in your camera if you're watching me, you too. And I love you. I am just grateful because of you. I get to do the work that I love to do. And I'm just honored for that. So stay safe. Remember to be in charge. I mean, you are the only person that can can take charge of your cyber safety. I mean, nobody else can do it for you. Even if you are the richest person on the planet and a lot of people is helping you with your technology and you still have to interact somehow with your phone, with your computer, with your door, with whatever technologies around you. And you're not isolated. And the more you connect at a personal level with that technology, the more intentional, the more aware and the more mindful you are going to be. And I wish you all the best and I will see you in the next season. I love you and bye for now. 
Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for you today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tag me in social media at way to protect Again, it's way number two, protect. And let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you. And if you like to know more about me, check out my resources at my website, sandraestock.com. And remember, be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now. <laughs>